the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's get to it here on a Thursday. Man, this week has gone fast. I mean, it really has. It's gone, well, it has for me. I'll just put it that way. And I've been, I was saying it, and Heidi was giving me the affirmative on it. So it's been moving along very, very quickly. Uh, tomorrow, I'll do the Friday show. Then I'll be out of here. I'm going to grab my grandson and my wife, and I'm going to take them up to Branson. And then tomorrow evening, we're going to have fun at Harvest Nights and the pumpkin uh, celebration. If you've never been up Silver Dollar City uh, for that, you need to go to it. It's great. And and they'll have really good. They'll have like uh, caramel apple uh, sundaes that you can get and all kinds of good stuff. So we're going to go up and celebrate that. And then when parks gets ready to close down or when we need to leave, because it's supposed to be kind of chilly up there. They're saying it's going to be 38 degrees tomorrow night. So uh, we'll get up there and do our thing. And when we're ready to leave, then we'll drive back down home because I got to be on the car and truck doctors on Saturday morning. So I'll be coming down for that. But that's tomorrow. Let's talk about what's going on today. Uh, Today, the president is going to meet with the Congressional Democrats caucus and try to get things done on this reconciliation bill that the progressives, because they keep talking about Manchin and they keep talking about uh, Seneca, the two senators that supposedly are holding all this up. It's not the case. It's uh, it's it's the most progressives that are holding it up. Uh, he's expected to tell congressional Democrats this morning that they've reached an agreement on a framework for the reconciliation bill. Now, that's. The president, you know, and uh, Pelosi, and uh, that's the leadership that's, you know, come to this agreement. The goal of the announcement that he's going to do is to enable progressives who've been uh, blocking this bipartisan infrastructure bill to stop their blockade and let the bill pass before President Biden goes to a climate summit in Scotland. He wants a feather in his cap before he goes over there. But many progressives, including congressional progressive caucus chairs, have uh, said a framework will not be enough to secure their votes for infrastructure. It's unclear whether Pelosi is going to be able to keep enough progressives on board with the bill for it to pass. Now, the bill is expected to cost... uh, between $1.75 trillion to $1.9 trillion, though there is no CBO score or legislative text 
<clears throat> now, I want you to think about that. Let's say you're going to buy a house. And nobody would tell you how much the house costs. Or, uh, you know, they would, they don't score it and tell you what the mortgage is going to be. And you don't know what the final cost is going to be. You think you'd sign? I'll be honest. I'd never sign a onto a bill or onto a contract that way. <clears throat> I would not do that. So we'll have to see what's going on. Congressional uh, uh, correspondent for Fox News, Chad uh, Hergram, talked about the latest on the billionaire's tax that's out there. Did you hear how many people this will affect? You know, they're always talking about the people who have too much money. We're talking a couple thousand people. All right, so they want to take a lot more of their money to pay for, you know, different things that is for the middle class, so to speak. Oh, one of the things that came out that was met with a thud as far as um, how people reacted to it is that if this new infrastructure, this social infrastructure bill uh, passes, that illegal aliens will have an easier time accessing government programs. Now, that's never been the case here in this country. Uh, there's, there's a few things that they can access, but not everything. And now they're wanting to let them to go ahead and access everything. And, and here's the thought on that. Here's my thought on it, at least. Until every American, a person who is a bona fide citizen of this country, is taken care of, no illegal should get a penny. You know, they shouldn't give them any money whatsoever. That seems to me kind of counterintuitive. And it's not going to slow down the progression of illegals that are trying to jump the border and get into our country. Have you seen this latest group that is coming up through Mexico? I mean, we're talking tens of thousands of illegals. And going to let them, uh, the way they're talking, they want to let them into the country. I just got to tell you, if you, it is almost impossible to let anybody in this country, because we're a welfare state, as long as we are a welfare state and you can get money out of the public treasury uh, to live off of, then you shouldn't be able to get in this country unless we let you in this country because you meet whatever the uh, you know parameters are. For you to get into this country. I mean, think about how many people from a lot of these third world nations, if they know that they can access our public treasury, and that's what I was just telling you about, 
How many more are going to want to come here? I mean, it, talk about the land of milk and honey. And how many of us are going to have to pay more in taxes to be able to uh, pay for these folks? Because uh, that's exactly what they're saying they want you to do. Oh, by the way, as you get ready to come to work today, this is for you folks that are up in Cabot. Check out the gas stations. From 89, Highway 89 on 5, all the way to 67167, there's, I think there's three filling stations. And they're all now over $3 a gallon. I think uh, it was 309 this morning. 309. Highest gas prices we've had since 2012. Hang in there. They're going to go higher. They're going to go higher. Uh, Gas right now is um, oil is $82 a barrel. They're saying that that might, that might even out, but that the prices of gas will continue to go up. And I want to, I want you to think about this. We're looking what four, maybe six weeks at the most. People are going to be wanting to, you know, go to go home for Thanksgiving or go to um, home for Christmas or whatever. If fuel continues to go up, I can guarantee you. The cost of an airline ticket is going to go up. So get ready to um, spend more money uh, to travel. Be ready to spend more money on your Thanksgiving meal. The, this year, and, and this is taking you know, into consideration uh, what a dollar was worth back in 1970 versus today. The co- they're saying that the cost of your Thanksgiving dinner will be the highest it has ever been at Thanksgiving. Turkeys, there's no more of that cheap turkey stuff. I'm not, I don't know about you, but I haven't seen much uh, in the Kroger flyer I get or the Harps or the Edwards flyer that I get saying that they've got turkeys at this you know X price. Uh, no, no, like sixty-seven cents a pound. It's it's much more expensive than that. So uh, get ready. Inflation is here. These uh, the chain of of shipping chains are are broken. Inflation is here. And look, this is not Trump. This is all on the Biden administration. It is all on them. I couldn't believe last uh, week when President Biden actually stood in front of the press and said he didn't have any kind of answer for uh, high gas prices. None. I've got an answer. Change your policies. It's what's causing it. Change your policies. I've always said about green, I'd go green when I when it saved me green. Well, right now it's not saving me green. It's costing me green, and it's going to cost more green from my checkbook. 
wait until it gets winter time and you see your electric bill start soaring to be able to to heat your house. All right, time for a break. Got to get a break in 17 minutes after 6 on a Thursday. Uh, Jim DeMint was to be with us. We were sent an email late last night that he is not able to make it today. So uh, former Senator DeMint will not be with us. We will work out another date. I'll just let you know this is typical of Jim DeMint. So we will we'll set another time. I figure the, th- the third time I set a time, he'll show. <laughs> just, it's just the way it's always been. All right, don't forget about uh, Pat Davis. He wants to save you some money as far as uh, health insurance. When's the last time you got a, a check from, uh, you know, the, the clinic or from your doctor or from the hospital? Probably not very often. Well, you'll get a more if you do it the way, do your uh, health insurance the way that Pat Davis does it. It's going to save you between 30 to 50% uh, on your health uh, insurance. And by the way, he's really good for you folks that are self-employed. You know how difficult that can be to get, you know, um, a price that is uh, negotiable and and a good price for you uh, for health insurance. He can help you with that. Uh, it is a perfect health plan because it's actual insurance. It's not a share plan. Uh, it, you can choose from any provider uh, in the nation. And uh, Pat will sit down with you or get on the phone with you and explain it all to you uh, as uh, you're trying to figure it out. There are no copays. And let me repeat that. There are no Copays. Call Pat Davis, talk to him, let him get you on the plan. 501-605-6935 or yourhealthplanman.com. Just know that as petroleum continues to go up, And it goes up, don't forget, just two years ago, we were energy independent. Just remember, last year, gasoline was a dollar a gallon cheaper. In fact, more than a dollar a gallon cheaper. And now we're where we're at because just like Jimmy Carter back in the 70s, capped uh, wells uh, here in the United States and allowed OPEC to get a death grip on uh, fossil fuels in the, in the world. Uh, you've got a president by the name of Biden that's doing the exact same thing all over again, except this time it's under the auspices of the Green New Deal. We want, we want to, you know, divorce ourselves from, uh, you know, fossil fuels. Hopefully sometime, and I would say probably in some time in the future, that's going to happen. But it's not going to happen overnight. And that's what Biden's trying to do. That's what the Democrats are trying to do. And that's not going to work. We didn't become a nation 
on fossil fuels overnight. It took nearly three quarters of a century for that to happen. It would be the same way uh, when you're looking at electric cars and whatnot. Look, I, I watch the, the ads on television just the way you do. And the ads on the television show you and show me, uh, you know, Ford is selling uh, their electric uh, F-150 and their new Mustang, their electric Mustang, like, uh, you know, pancakes. They're flying off the, the rack. Probably if you take a look at where those cars are selling, it's in the city. It's in the urban areas. It's not in the rural areas because they don't have the battery capacity to travel long distances. You know, I, every day coming in here and, and doing uh, the Dave Ellswick show, my round trip is about 80 miles. Now, that doesn't count what other driving I do to go to meetings and things of that nature. I would say that on a typical day, I'm driving somewhere around 150 miles. A lot of these electric cars I could use and could drive and I could drive that without any problem. I would be using probably a half to three quarters of the charge that they have. But if I wanted to go to uh, you know up to Northwest Arkansas and back again because of a meeting. Not so easy at that point because I've got to figure out where I'm going to recharge at and how long is it going to take me to recharge. Right now, a lot of these cars, it takes two and a half hour to re, uh, hours to recharge them. And they're working on, and, and because they know the car uh, manufacturers are working on trying to get down to 12 minutes to on a recharge. Why 12 minutes? Because that's about how much time you spend at a filling station to fill up your car with that dirty old fossil fuel called gasoline. And people are used to being able to do that. So to be able to make it viable to sell electric cars, they need to be able to take and... uh, Make sure that you know they can they can they can do that you know in that amount of time that they can charge up those cars in that amount of time. If they can't, people are just not going to buy electric cars. It's that simple. So it's something that um, you need to keep in mind. And uh, you you might see more electric cars on the highway, but you're going to see a lot more internal combustion engines then you're going to see electric cars for the foreseeable future. As oil goes up, and there's no telling if it will stop at $82 a barrel, it may go higher. The price uh, for natural gas, the, the price to run our power plants is going to go up. And when it goes up, it's not the power companies that, go, that are going to absorb the cost. It will be you and I in what we're making 
and going in our bank account every week, two weeks, or month uh, that we're making. And for the president then to stand in front of the American people in a press conference and say he didn't have an answer for how to get gas prices under control uh, is ridiculous. All he's got to do is look at the policies uh, that he has and he can figure what's causing it. It's pretty easy to see what's causing it. If you make it virtually impossible for the American oil industry to uh, move forward, prices are going to spike. When we had on uh, uh, Congressman Hill yesterday, I hope you heard him, but he made the statement that uh, the average, uh, you know, Joe Sixpack uh, is going to be continually hit in the pocketbook because they're making it difficult from, for oil companies to be able to do banking and all kinds of stuff. Uh, they've passed rules that say banks can't loan money to the oil companies. Well, if you cut off the, their lifeline and their lifeblood uh, for getting, you know, money to be able to improve their services, you make shortages happen. All right, we'll be back with more here in just a moment after the news. All right, we're about uh, at, uh, what, quarter, 25 minutes until 7 o'clock. Don't forget, 7 o'clock, uh, Joe and Duck will be stopping by. We'll talk cars with them and uh, talk about what the future might be bringing and if are they trying to push this uh, stuff about electric cars so hard that they're they're missing you know, the, the elephant in the room about, uh, you know, being able to recharge and how far you can you can drive and things of that nature. Before we get to all that, though, let's remind you about East End Towing. And uh, if you have a problem out on the highway or even in your driveway, let's say you get up one morning, uh, you go out, get in the garage, put the key in the car, push the button to start it, nothing. Zippo, uh, and you need somebody to come out and help you, maybe be able to give you a jump if they, if you need a jump or uh, maybe give you a tow to your, uh, you know, mechanic shop, then you need to know the number for East End Towing because uh, whatever the problem you run into, they've got the answer to it and they can help you out. Put this number in your phone. I'm going to give it to you twice. So put this number in your phone, 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. Because no matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it and has all the answers. And look, there's a lot of questions that come up with this stuff at times. Let's say you break down on the side of the road. And you need a tow. First of all, you want to call somebody that you know uh, will take your car exactly to where you're asking them to so that you don't end up in some impound lot. East End Towing, for instance, if I need to be towed, I'm going to talk about taking uh, the car to Joe's Garage. If that's too far uh, for my insurance, 
then I'll find a uh, bumper-to-bumper certified service center that's close by and and have my car uh, towed there. You know, the folks at Easton Towing know what they're doing because, for instance, they belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured. Uh, every, any tow company you use, you should make sure they're insured because if they're not, if something happens, will your car be insured? That's the question at that point. And then every one of their trucks is permitted. They've, uh, they've been looked at, and uh, they know that they can do the job. And they know all the the answers for like private property tows and you know who do you got to call, where does your car go, all of that. East End Towing, they're the people to use if you need or if your you know your car breaks down and you're towing your boat or you're towing another car or uh, on top of that maybe uh, what you're you're pulling is a, a camper. They'll help you with that as well. Again, the number, 501-888-8849. Okay, so let's continue on here. We're starting to start seeing how the the government and the teachers' unions view you as far as education goes. Now, if you've been a part of the Dave Ellswick show— For any length of time, you know that I've talked about this extensively. I'm a big school choice advocate and will continue to be a big school, uh, uh, you know, choice advocate. As a parent, you should have the ability to choose what school you want to put your child in and the money that is using being used by the state to uh, educate your child should be able to follow the child. The authors of a new op-ed, who the head of the teachers' union says, wow, they're right on. So Professor Jack Schneider and a journalist that works with him by the name of Jennifer Berkshire insists that parents have some say in their children's education, but claimed the current focus on parental rights was, quote, a political tactic, unquote. They also claimed the current movement by parents to get more involved in what is being taught to their children stems from, get ready, here it comes, white racial grievance, unquote. And it's also opposed the way schools are currently teaching about privilege and race. Knowing that every vote matters, the GOP, they say, has increasingly relied on a strategy of voter suppression. Simultaneously, Republicans have worked to ensure that their base turns out in force by stoking white racial grievance. The recent firestorm over critical race theory is a perfect case in point, says the op-ed. Never mind that this concept from legal scholarship isn't actually taught in K-12 schools or that it isn't what most protesters believe it to be. Republicans gain an electoral advantage by convincing their base 
that white children are being taught to hate themselves, their families, and their countries. That's what the authors are writing in this article. The authors also insisted that allowing parents a say in their children's educations would keep these kids from being able to think independently and be exposed to alternative ideas. As noted on Twitter, when the op-ed was posted, parents do have the right to, quote, shape their kids' school curriculum. In Virginia, where multiple school districts have gained national attention for parents' attempts to fight back against mask mandates and critical race theory, state law gives parents the, quote, fundamental right to make decisions concerning the upbringing, education, and care of the parent's child. Now, remember, that's from a solidly blue or purple state with some with some Republicans, uh, with Democrats, with a lot of independents. So surely it's not white, you know, uh, supremacy that's driving this. That's only being driven by the Republicans. The research director at the American Federation for Children also mentioned Pierce versus Society of Sisters in 1925 ruling that found, quote, the child is not the mere creature of the state. Those who nurture him and direct his destiny uh, have the right, coupled with the high duty to recognize and prepare him for additional obligations. Weingarten the head of the teachers' unions, has come under fire before after it was revealed she had a major impact over the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's guidelines keeping schools closed. As the uh, Daily Wire has reported, the AFT appears to have lobbied the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to keep schools shuttered and the uh, coronavirus pandemic and even suggested language for the CDC school reopening guidelines released earlier this year. Quote, the AFT, of course, spent $20 million to elect Democrats in the 2020 election cycle, and teachers' unions have been instrumental across the country in delaying in-person learning and a return to classrooms following the COVID-19 pandemic. So with all of that in mind, does it surprise you that they make the statements they make about you if you don't agree uh, with them? That, uh, you know, basically, uh, you know, CRT doesn't teach your child to not like themselves because they're right. Uh, uh, white, just read, read the stuff. Sit down, take some time. You got to do this. You got to put in the time. You got to know what the enemy's saying and read what it says. And don't buy that cock and bull story that they're pushing out about uh, the whole thing of that the uh, uh, CRT is not being taught in K through 12. Of course it is. You know, they're gaslighting you. They're saying, hey, yeah, yeah, it's not even being taught, even though 
We have found the emails. We found the curricula. We found everything necessary to teach it in K to 12 schools. Is it every school? No. But there's enough schools that it's concerning and uh, it must be dealt with. And it's not because you're a racist that it's happening. I, I just think that that's something that people need to come to grips with. Just because you're disagreeing with them does not mean you're a racist. Keep that in mind. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll finish up the first hour. Uh, PI Roofing is standing by to take care of your roof. Uh, if you've noticed some discoloration on the on the on the ceilings or maybe on the walls, if if you've got still got wallpaper in your home and it's bubbling up in some places, if you see a little bit of water once in a while down by the floor and it's coming on under uh, up underneath, uh, you probably got a leak somewhere and you need to find it because it's doing damage. And the longer you don't do anything about it, the more damage that it will cause. So call PI Roofing, 707-3551, 707-3551, and allow them to come out to your house and find that leak for you. I mean, their moniker, of course, is the roof leak detective because that's what they do, and they do it better than anybody else 707-3551 or piroofing.com all right let's get to the final segment of this first hour don't forget coming up at uh, seven o'clock news and then uh, joe and duck will be here uh, and we'll talk cars and trucks pick up trucks whenever take your calls number here is 823-0965 and uh, you can use that uh, phone number whenever you so choose. By the way, if you want to call into the show, you use the same number, 8230965. Be happy to take your call uh, as we've been talking about what's going on in Washington, D.C., as we've talked about, you know, fossil fuels and uh, that uh, as I came into work today, and I was coming down Highway 5 to get to 67, 167. There's three gas stations along the highway. All of them were over $3 a gallon now. That all happened overnight because yesterday, uh seems like to me they were at two ninety nine and nine tenths, which is, you know, for all goods and purposes, a uh, $3 price, but you're still one-tenth <laughs> off there, so to speak. So, you know, keep keep that uh, in mind, and that that's basically what's uh, what's going on. You you three dollars a gallon for gas. And it, I didn't think we'd see that again, just because we had a situation where we were actually energy independent. In fact, we're gonna we were gonna be able to sell natural gas. Uh, you know that uh, that they take down to a low uh, temperature, and they can ship it over to to Europe. And uh, now Germany didn't want to do this; they still wanted to be beholden to the Russians, so they were going to buy Russian 
natural gas, even though it was more expensive than buying American natu- natural gas. And uh, bottom line is, is is that a lot of these people that are out uh, in the heads of these uh, other countries and our country as well, goodly amount of them here in this country as, as well, are cr- as far as I'm concerned, are absolutely crazy. Uh, the ones in our country uh, are not worried about uh, the security of our own nation. The ones that are over in uh, Germany and France and some other uh, nations seem like uh, they don't understand the problems with still with Russia and even more so with China. You know, we, we've got a brand new Cold War going now. So that's the way uh, way things are are going going as you know this whole thing goes. And I don't know. I don't know where it's going to end. I just know for the last. Uh, you know, let's go back uh, to the two thousands. For the last sixteen years of of most of the uh, the two thousands. We've been doing more damage to our country than helping our country. Uh, if if you're a young person and you're saying, "Well, maybe I, you know, can pick up a part-time job at uh, McDonald's," uh, don't hold your breath. Now, you don't want to do. I'm just telling you, don't do not hold your breath. And why do I say that? Well, it's very simple. McDonald's now because of the labor shortage, because of a lot, a lot of your, your friends uh, that you go to school with and stuff don't work, uh, McDonald's is now partnering, partnering up with IBM so they can automate the drive-ins. Uh, the deal comes as, as the labor shortages continue to affect most sectors of the United States economy. As part of the deal, IBM will acquire McD Tech Labs, which was formerly known as uh, Aprite before McDonald's bought the tech company in 2019. McDonald's didn't disclose financial terms for either transaction. In my mind, IBM is the ideal partner for McDonald's given their expertise in building AI-powered customer care solutions and voice recognition. That's according to McDonald's CEO, Chris uh, Kempersensky, who said during the company's most recent earnings call. As been reported, in June, executives foresee the technology appearing across the United States. Now, what's this, what's this looking like? Well, there's a big leap between going from 10 restaurants in Chicago to 14,000 restaurants across the U.S. With an infinite number of promo permutations, menu permutations, uh, dialect permutations, weather, I mean, on and on and on and on and on. Do I think in five years from now you're going to see a voice in the drive-thru? I do, but I don't think that this is going to be something that happens in the next year or so. The first test of the automated system occurred as federal lawmakers sought increases 
in the minimum wage. Today, however, the economy is gripped by rampant labor shortages. Between April of 21 and August of 21, the economy created a net 2 million new jobs. Nevertheless, overall employment is still 3% lower than pre-recession levels. As employers compete for a diminished pool of available labor, many are instead relying upon technology. Morning Consult's Small Business Recovery Survey, which surveyed 608 small to mid-sized businesses between August 5th and August 16th, found that roughly 3 in 10 have turned to automation. Those jobs aren't coming back. If they can do it with a with a uh, um, you know a piece of equipment that that piece of equipment doesn't get sick, that piece of equipment doesn't continue to complain about low you know low uh, pay, uh, low uh, possibilities of moving up in the organization, things of that nature, uh, they'll go with the AI. And uh, people just not going to be needed. I mean, there may come a time. I don't know when it will be. According to CEO, it won't be for another one or two years. It's going to be, you know, three to probably six years. Uh, you're, you're looking at people disappearing from McDonald's and working there. And, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm a machine doing it. And don't expect a robot that looks like Rosie from the Jetsons, all right? <laughs> That's not the way it's going to work. That's not the way it's going to look. But uh, I'm telling you, this whole labor thing is going to get interesting. If they don't go back to work, we've got to cut these government programs that will make them want to go back to work if they want to eat. It's just the way it has to work. All right, news is coming up next, and uh, Joe and uh, Duck will be here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Get back to it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We're sitting here talking gas. I'm sure a lot of you are talking gas prices this sure. morning. 
They just keep going up. I mean, now uh, Duck says it's two ninety nine down in Benton. Uh, as I came to work today, there's three gas stations uh, on Highway Five. There's a um, right there at eighty nine and five. Uh, you got uh, a gas station there, and then you get down just before you get to sixty seven. You got Exxon, and I don't know what the gas station across the street from it is. It's kind of kitty corner to it. And all of them yeah. were three oh nine. Yeah. Well, Walmart when I come by this morning, it was two ninety three, but uh two truck stops was two ninety nine. Now I will tell you the last I filled up, the last time I filled up was uh yesterday. And I filled up over there by Walmart. There's mm-hmm. a gas station there. That's uh the gas company from down south. Who am I? Murphy Oil. Yeah, Murphy Oil. And it was two eighty eight. And guess what? You were waiting for fifteen minutes to get to a pump. Well, sure. You know, because it was ten cents a gallon cheaper uh, yesterday. It's going to be twenty twenty two cents a gallon cheaper today if it's still if it's still at two eighty eight. I don't know if it is or it, it, it is probably isn't. not. I'll give you an example. I put sixty dollars worth of gas in my truck. I ended up with exactly twenty gallons. Now. Eight, nine months ago, you could put $20 worth of, or excuse me, 20 gallons in my truck. cost you $34. Yeah, when I filled up. Uh, That's the difference, 34 to 60 I typically fill up at Sam's mm-hmm. on 67 Yep. Okay. Because uh, I think yesterday I saw it was 285 I bet you it's not that today. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't turn around and look. I kept my eyes on the road. I'll look at it as I go home today. Was you scared you get run over or something? Yes. So anyway, I I was you know I could fill up last year for under thirty dollars. Yeah. Now I fill up and it's mid forty dollar range mm-hmm. that I'm filling up, and and you start feeling that because I I use two full tanks of gas a week just to go back and forth to work. Well, if it costs you twenty dollars a week per fill up extra, that's forty dollars a week. Forty and forty is eighty. Eighty is one hundred and sixty dollars a month of disposable income. Used to be disposable, Correct. but now is no longer disposable. It's got to you got to have it to get to where you're going. It's disposable to the gas companies. Well, that well, that's no, the truth. Our, our government. It's our yeah. government. Yeah, that's driving this. I mean, price of a barrel of oil right now is eighty two dollars. And they think it's going to stay there for a few weeks. We will see. Well, you know, last or a couple of weeks ago, it was eighty. It closed at eighty nine fifty nine on a Friday. They also said that if you're waiting for lower gas prices, no, you'll be waiting a long time. Too late. They're going to keep going up because the Biden administration and their their way of doing things. Uh, is just going to continue to drive prices up. Look, it's not just about the price of oil. The Biden administration has made it nearly impossible for oil companies to do business with banks right now. I heard you talking about that coming in. Now, if that's the case and they can't get the necessary funds they need to expand, they're not going to expand. It's that simple. 
They're not going to be able to make the gas that we need. All plastic products are made from petroleum. Yes. All packaging is plastic made from petroleum. So when that price of gas goes up, the price of all of that plastic is going to go up. All of it goes up. Every product you buy, I would say 90% of them have some kind of petroleum product used in the packaging, period. Well, all I know is that the people who are on the left and are these greenies out there and say, well, there has to be some pain while we're making this transition. Something tells me they're they're either extraordinarily wealthy or they're really not working at all because they're all in school somewhere. No, they're all in the government. <laughs> yeah, the That's rest of them are in the government. You're true. Yeah. True. Just, you know, people in ivory, ivory towers and stuff. Not 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 living a real life. It's just the way it is. But just know that in Cabot, three dollars a gallon is going to be the going rate basically for fuel yeah. for a while. I Probably filled four. up yesterday, and it was my truck was almost seventy dollars to fill it up. I'm not. I'm glad that I'm not there yet. But the way it's going, I'm going to get there. You know, and I, I'll be honest. I don't my. You know, my company doesn't look at how much I've got to pay for gas in how much they pay me to do my job. You know, I'm I'm just expected to take care of all of that. Here's what we like to do. Uh, 823-0965. 823-0965. If you don't have a car question per se, how much you pay for gas to fill up in the last two days? Sure. I'd like to hear from you. Yeah. Give us a call, 823-0965. And how are you doing that? Where do you cut back at? And and typically, you know where you cut back at? You don't maybe you don't go out to eat. Maybe you don't go to the movie. Maybe you don't go to the Razorback game. Well, the kid the War kids Memorial. don't get to drive as much either. Yeah. Mom and Daddy put squash on that. Yeah, all of that. So 823-0965. We want to hear from you. Phone lines are open. Heidi is over there. She just can't wait to talk to you. And uh, give us a call. And we want to know how much did you pay for gas just in the last few days? You know, day before day before yesterday and today. <laughs> I mean, just it went up overnight by mm-hmm. a dime, a dime a gallon. It went up just the way it, it, it is. All right. We got some car questions as well. Joe and Duck are ready to do this. All this is brought to you, by the way. Uh, by bumper to bumper, they stand behind these shows where uh, you're learning about your cars and you're, we're keeping you in touch uh, with technology and, and all the rest of the things that they're talking about. And they're talking more and more. I want to get into this for a little bit later on in the show. Uh, show. You watch the car commercials now? How many car commercials have you seen in the last month where the driver is taking their hands off the steering wheel. Most of them. Yeah, they're trying to get you ready. Mm-hmm. They're coming. trying. They're getting you ready. Mm-hmm. You know, autonomous vehicles. They're on their way. They're on. They're, they're coming. They're coming. Did we want to do Stanley, this 2005 Saturn? Sure. All right. Car is a four-cylinder 2.2. My question is I turn the key, and all it does is click, no start. I have changed ignition switch starter coil pack. I've checked the wires for any broken wires. 
I've checked the ground, uh, changed the battery, and all it does is click a lot. It continues to click, but no start. I've got no idea what's going on. All right. Well, we're a little laxed in information there, but, you know, the first thing to do is make sure that the engine will turn over. We don't know why he's put all these parts on there unless it quit running and he's trying to get it running again. Got it hot or something. Yeah, 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 you never know, right, Doug? Could be the starter. It could be the motor locked up, you know. A lot of times we just put a bar on the crank bolt down there and see if you can turn it by hand. That's the first thing. If you can, then it's an electrical cranking problem. Maybe a relay or something, but if you can't turn it, uh, that's the reason it just clicks. Starter engages, clicks, but it can't turn the motor. Yeah, just because it won't turn them one locked up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is there anything simpler than that? Yeah. Well, yeah, there could be a, a, it could be a, a relay. It could be a starter. He's been working on it. Is it wired upright on the starter as well as the other stuff he's put on it? I don't know why he put a coil pack on it, but. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. So, so what you're saying is, is this a. Do it yourself or destroy it yourself. We don't know. He's pretty well destroyed himself. <laughs> so it it is what it is. I mean, we're not we're not running uh, Stanley down here or nothing, but we're just speaking from what we would see if it came into our shop. He said, "I did all this to it." We're going to do the simple question. Well, is why did you start working on it? Yeah, Tell if it was working happened. before you started on it, you it's something, something you've done. That's correct. <laughs> if it was not. Then you may be working on it on the wrong area. Yep. So that's all we can say about that. All right. There was a time when the general consensus was when an engine needed manifold or head gaskets, it was wise to go ahead with a valve job since the engine was already apart. Does that still apply to a 1997 Ford Ranger? Uh, 4L V6. Odometer reads 214,346 miles. Smoke from burning oil emits near driver's side firewall. Happens after about 10 miles when engine is at running temperature. Symptom was noticed about six months ago, but there's no engine codes. No check engine light. No other warning lights on. Well, from the way he's describing that, Duck, I think it's probably just a valve cover gasket leaking. What do you think? Yep. I, I don't think it's going to need a head pulled off of it. No, and and that's a four-liter, and they had problem with the valve cover gaskets oh, yeah. anyway because they didn't put enough bolts in them from the factory, and it's got a rubber gasket on it, and they're notorious about cracking and running oil down each side. But so, if I had a 97 Ranger and it had 215,000 miles on it, and I had to pull the heads off of it, I'd be pulling the motor out of it and doing the whole thing. Yep. No point in spending that kind of money on the top end without fixing the lower end with that mileage. Yeah, because you're going to fix the top end, then the bottom end is going to go out shortly. So, you know, if you're going to do it, just go ahead and set it out in the floor and put a set of rings and rods and mains in it. Do the head job on it, put it back in. Just get, a little bit of extra work. You'll get another 200,000 miles out of it. Yep. The 4-liter V6 was a good engine. It run a long time, but, you know. But they did have some oil leak problems. Okay. And, so, and if you got an oil leak, your engine's going to burn that oil and it's going to smoke, correct? Yeah. Well, it's the, the, the telltale time he said I drive it about 10 miles when it gets operating temperature, I start seeing smoke on the driver's side at the rear. So that tells you you got a valve cover gasket leaking that's running down on the manifold. 
and it takes that long to get it up, get it warm enough for it to start smoking. Yesterday I was going home and I saw a truck, a pickup truck. I don't know what, it, what kind it was. Could hardly see it because of all the white smoke that it was <laughs> spewing out. I mean, it was what we would typically call a mosquito sprayer. But I got to tell you what, that that person had to be burning a, a quart a day easy the way it was smoking. Was it blue smoke or white smoke? It was pure white. No, he's burning antifreeze. No antifreeze, okay. Yeah, he's burning antifreeze. So he's got a leak into the oil on the antifreeze. I was going uh, Tuesday afternoon. I was coming to town, coming to Little Rock, looking for a fitting. And that this uh, little SUV was in front of me. And we was tooling along down here, stayed about 80. And all at once, the white smoke boiled out from under it. And I could see water running out of it. And he just kept trying on trucking down the road. A few minutes, he pulled over. Yeah, I bet, because his temperature gauge went into the red. That's probably when it locked up. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, 20 minutes after 7, 823-0965. I got an outstanding question for you. What you pay for gas in the last couple of days? In Cabot, you're going to pay over $3 a gallon, it looks like, at the places that I've seen. Down in Benton, you're paying $2.99. Just wondering what you're paying uh, as far as gas goes right now, and uh, give us a call here at uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, let's talk a little bit about bumper to bumper. How are things going about getting parts now with all the supply issues? Well, it's getting a little bit tougher. Push that red button there. There you go. It's getting a little bit tougher, but we're going to have to uh, just bear with everybody because it's not it's not our fault it's not bumper to bumper's fault it's just the supply chain okay but it's going to continue to put a pinch on us for a while i'm sure dave i, mm-hmm. I don't i don't see it getting any better joe until the middle of, middle to the end of next year yeah probably it's what it's what wow. everybody's talking wow i mean there's stuff i was telling joe i, I needed a fitting for a 604 fuel filter base I went four hours Tuesday, found one in California, $13 and some few cents or $10. The guy, it was $143 freight to ship it overnight to me. This fitting weighs approximately, what do you think, Joe, ounce? Probably. Ounce, two <laughs> ounces? It ain't much. Six but ounces? Now, that happened to me. All right? I, I bought my grandson a uh, Halloween costume Yeah. in uh, just so you'll know, it's a, a Power Ranger dino con- costume that he wanted. But to make sure, now this would typically be just an overnight for free mm-hmm. ship because I'm a Prime member. Well, not any longer. If I wanted it free, it would have gotten here November 2nd. Kind of bad to get a Halloween costume after Halloween. two days after <laughs> Halloween. So yeah. I... I said, I, what's the quickest way to get it here? And it cost me $37 mm-hmm. to ship it to my house. I got it yesterday. Mm-hmm. It still took four days to get it. I think so. You're probably lucky you got it that quick. Yeah, and got it back. So he's all excited because he gets to wear his Halloween costume up to Branson tomorrow night for the Harvest and Pumpkin Fest up there. All right. So he's... But- I'm just warning you people in Branson, don't be crossing him. <laughs> All right. But, put some Power Ranger on That's him. exactly what he'll do. But the 
the parts situation, it, it, and it's not just at one parts store, Dave. No, it's a, it's 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 a, it's a it's supply a dealer problem. I mean, Joe was you know we was talking about motoring his truck, and he said, you know, I can get one today. So, but who knows next week or the next week That's or the right. next week? You know, I ordered a uh, a six seven Cummins for F seven fifty Ford Bob truck four weeks ago, and they I got an email yesterday stating that it had been shipped. Okay. Because well, they didn't have parts to get it. All right. Let's take our break. we got to get it in, and then we'll come back and talk some uh, some more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Back with you. We're going on, uh, you know, 730 now. It's about four minutes. Uh, at about 726 right now. We got a, a, a listener who sent us a, a, a question on Facebook, because I know a lot of you watch the show in the morning. You don't just listen. You watch the show on the Facebook uh, feed that we have. And a, a lady was asking us if we could explain to her, she's seen this on Facebook, there's a device for your car that you can plug, she says she thought into the fuse box, that would give you better gas mileage. And she's saying, uh, does this work or doesn't it work? Well, you guys know what she's talking about. And it's not just going to help you with gas mileage. There's things that it's doing otherwise. Now, you see a lot of them where they plug in the ALDL, and, and, and that's what it's plugging into. The insurance companies want you to do that. They can track you, see how you drive, they can lower your rate, they can raise your rate on the way you drive. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, every time gasoline goes up and gets over $3 a gallon, all of the advantages or little tricks that come out that say this will improve your fuel economy. You buy this, it'll do this. Buy that, it'll do that. I'm going to tell you something. The people that designed and engineered the cars did it for three things. One, what can we do to make this car get the best fuel economy? That's number one. Number two, last the longest. And number three, have the best performance. So anything you plug in the ALDL with any type of alternate programming, you're taken away from one of those, aren't you, Doug? Exactly. And, and Joe, like I always say, if if it would make my fuel mileage better, GM, Ford, Dodge, Chrysler, they'd be sticking them on there left yeah. and right. We've used my car many a time yes. for testing all of this. We've, yeah. we've done burn rates of oil using my car, and then we did the hydrogen. Thing. Remember yeah. how many years ago was it that the, the little hydrogen mm, bottles? Were, 20 years ago, somewhere along in there. I don't think it was that no, long. About 10 years 10 ago. 10 years last, ago. Last time gas got high. Yeah. It happened yeah, that'd be 2012. Yeah. That'd be 2012. Yeah. And we, we hooked I, up the, the device. I mine in a box. Yeah. Well, we hooked it. Remember, we hooked mm-hmm. it up to my car. Didn't do squat. No. You, you, you plug in something like that and you make you hypersensitive about it or you hook up some other gadget on there. If your car gets better fuel economy, it's because it's made you aware that you need to change your driving habits. Yeah. Ah. Slow starts. That's it. You know. And if you do that, you can do the same thing, and you don't have to pay nobody nothing. I, I got to slow down a little yeah. bit. Take off you know, easier. I got a customer. She goes through a set of brake shoes, a set of disc pads about every eight or nine months. And I put the Wagner, the best they got for them. And she said, I just don't understand. And I you rode, ride your brakes. I rode with her one day. 
And I was proud to get back to the shop. <laughs> she hits the brakes about 10 foot and stops on. Oh, no. She goes down the road with both feet, one on the gas, one on the brake, and we're doing this. Oh, goodness. And she needs a little bit later model. All right. We got to take a break. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly, ready to go here on the Dave Ellswick Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer. You know, if you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, soaring inflation, political unrest, a rapid decline of the U.S. dollar, well, then you're probably interested in investing in some silver or gold to protect your nest egg. You don't want to let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. So you can learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, your IRA, your 401K, your hard-earned savings by calling 501-222-3315. The folks at David Lucas Financial work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So you get direct prices from a dealer that you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's 501 222 3315. Investment advisory services are offered through the David Lucas Financial Company and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. All right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Willie's got a question for us. Let's go talk to Willie. He's got a car question for us. Willie, what's up? Hey, Dave and Duck and Joe. How you doing this morning? Morning. Duck, you know, a couple of weeks ago I went down and Put twenty dollars worth in. You know where Lance's is. Yep. Yes, sir. It. I think it was two eighty nine a gallon. Only got twenty dollars worth. Yeah. So. Yeah. What? What? Have you been by it lately? How I much is it now? <laughs> I haven't been down there lately. I can tell you, it's probably not two eighty nine anymore. No. You're absolutely correct, Mister Ellsworth. Yeah, it's more expensive now. It's expensive. Like I said today in, in Cabot, coming down Highway 5, between 89 and 167, three gas stations, all of them over $3 a gallon. And and, and uh, the imbecile in the, in the White House doesn't have to pay for gas. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right about that. He has no solution for it anyway. No, he has no solution. He said that last week. Yeah, I have he no solution. He filled up a car in 60 years. Yeah. Yeah, we've been supporting him for that long. Yeah, as long as he's been in the Senate and everything, he probably hasn't even driven. Who knows? No. He probably ain't never had a real job. All right. So keep hey, keep listening, Willie. We're going to give away uh, a vacuum cleaner if you want one, and maybe you can get in and, and win it. Uh, did you have a car question that you wanted to talk about? No, not really. Okay. Thank you, Willie. Have we'll, a good day. We'll talk to you again yep. in, the, in the near future. All right. So his last time of filling up, it was 289 Yep. So that had to be almost a week ago. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you filled up, let's say you filled up today. How much was it today? I think yesterday when I went by Sam's there in North Little Rock, it was two eighty-five. That I, I usually know that when I go by and I see what Sam's price is, I add a dime to it, and that's what it's going to be in Cabot, and it's usually pretty close. Yeah. I, I filled up yesterday, and it was uh, filled up at Big Red, and I want to say it was two ninety-two. Uh, Murphy's oil, at least yesterday, was two eighty eight. I'm going to guess that it is more than that now this morning. 
You know, we were talking before the break about gadgets that you can put on your car to increase your fuel economy. Yes. My biggest warning to you is beware. What you spend on that, probably not going to, you're not ever going to get enough back. increase in fuel economy to offset the cost of the device. When they first went to uh, the cars that were, you know, hybrids, they were part of the time were electric motor, part of the time was combustion. Mm-hmm. And the cost of the car was anywhere between 6 and about $11,000 difference in, if you just had an internal combustion engine. And it didn't give you gas mileage that was out of this world. And people say, I'm saving money. And I said, have you done the math on it? How long will it take you? Well, it's the earn back is the deal. That's what I'm saying. How yeah, long yeah. will it take you? to pay for that extra money it cost you to buy the car. A long time. I, well, I had, I ruined people's day when I would say that because they, you know, they take up the challenge and they start figuring it out and they were f- figuring that they had to keep the car for like 15 years to pay for the extra, extra well, dollars. I had a customer call yesterday wanting to price on, he got a, a 2016 Dodge truck. He said, I want to get, it's a day. So he said, I want to get it serviced. With both fuel filters and air filter put in it, mm-hmm. and uh, so I Blake figured it up, and it come up about four hundred twenty five dollars to service it. And he said, "Why is my truck so expensive to get it serviced?" I said, "One thing, it's a diesel. One yeah, thing, uh-huh. it holds fourteen quarts of oil. One fuel filter on that thing is my cost is ninety three dollars. Mm-hmm. The air filter is almost sixty dollars." I said, "And I charge twenty dollars to change the oil and grease it. Check, you know, check everything." Yeah, and he said. I just don't understand. I can get my my gasoline truck service for for seventy dollars. Yes, sir. But it don't hold near what that Dodge diesel does. Yeah, and it you charge oil by the quart. Sure, and it yeah. went up. The fifteen W forty Delo oil. It in the last four months, my Delo oil is up almost four dollars a gallon. Gas goes up. Oil goes, goes up. up. Yeah. Power steering fluid goes up. Everything. Yeah. Brake fluid goes up. Brake because they're all petroleum-based petroleum products. Correct. And the packaging for everything is petroleum-based. I can't wait. Well, I can wait, but I can mm-hmm. see it coming. When it gets cold, how much our heating bills are going to cost for oh, they're our going electric? Up already. Well, oh, well, yeah, I'm sure it is. Antifreeze has already took a $2 jump in the last two months. I mean... And that might not be a lot, but then add it on every other thing that you do for your car, and well, it adds up. Well, it don't sound much until you got 18-wheeler, and you need to put six gallons of antifreeze in it to make it where they can run up north. You add $2 to it, that's, that's $24 any way you look at it. Yeah. This extra, you know, that I got to explain to the customer, it, it ain't me, it's everything else that went up, you know. Well, it's like the people say, well, $24, Dave, that's not that much. And I said, that's what I spend to go out and have dinner a lot of times, or at least for me, you know. So, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a lot of money because when I don't spend it, then the restaurant don't get it. And then the now don't they're, get yeah, they're going to have profit. You know, they always complain there's no such thing as trickle-down economic, you know. Yes, there is. I mean, I just prove it. every day. I'm just proving it talking right there. That's trickle-up. <laughs> yeah. 
take my money away. Of course, we didn't call it trickle down. We used to say something rolls downhill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it worked. It was brown. That's right. That's the way that it works. All right. 8230965. Duck has a, a, uh, a vacuum cleaner to give away. Five-gallon uh, vac. Uh, you just uh, suck a shop back. Yeah, be a, be the first caller eight two three zero nine six five. If you win, Heidi's going to need your name and your phone number. Yeah, and I'll All call right. you and tell you where you can pick it up. And at. then Duck will tell you where to come to get it. It's eight two three zero nine six five. If you want one of these portable five gallon vacuum cleaners, they're really nice. And keep in the back of everything. It's you go to Deer shop back. Go to Deer Camp. You you'll use it. I guarantee it. You'll you'll figure out a way to use it. Eight two three zero nine six five. All right. We were talking about something during the break, and we wanted to come back to it. And now I can't remember what it was. It was about the uh, brakes on the new vehicles. That, yes. Oh yeah, you know, you were talking about a lady that rode her brakes and her gas pedal, and she had to put new brake pads on regular. You know, often. All yeah. right, and why it happens, and then you you guys started talking about that you can't do this anymore because if you you hit the gas, if you hit the brake, it takes gas, away it takes, takes away your away the throttle pedal. Yeah, so talk a little bit about and that. I, I think that started about fifteen or sixteen, didn't it, mm-hmm. Joe? Yeah, and and it, I think it was done for for that reason. So you can't you know be a two foot driver. It's a lot of things that are different. Uh, you know, we work on cars, and if you go to pull a car in and put it on the front end machine or something, and you open the driver's door so you can see the front wheel going up the ramp, <laughs> it puts it in park. Oh, my gosh. You can't put it in drive and have the door open. So, and, and just like... So roll the window down, You can't huh? two-foot drive one either, because if you have your foot on the brake, the accelerator won't work. You can push the gas pedal down, it won't go. Yeah, off think, the broom, it's off and going. Yeah, what's wrong with this thing? And, yeah. But how, it, it's how safety about, stuff. How about if you're one of those drivers that uses your gas and, uh, you know, you're trying to put it in the gear so you ride the, you know, the clutch and the and the, and the gas at the same time? Does it screw it? I mean, a, a lot of the late can you even that, get a car that way anymore? That, that are standard. <laughs> the ones that are standard, they've got what they call hill holder on them, where if you're on a hill and you hit the brake, and you're sitting there, and it starts to roll back. It'll apply the brake enough to hold it there, so you just on the clutch pedal and the gas pedal. Yeah, so you can take off. But you know, I've had I've had folks come in and complain. Sometimes when I'm on a hill by my house, it just won't go when I try and pull out in traffic. And they're sitting on that hill with their foot on the brake, and they hit the gas before they let off the brake, and it just won't go. Mm-hmm. And that is a, that's operator error. You know, there won't be any codes in there. But if you'll go drive with them, you'll see that they're trying, trying just like Duck said, they're trying to two-foot it, and it's not going to work. Well, that's trying to keep your car from rolling yep. back a little bit. Yes. I got Why you. does your car do that? Why doesn't the the, uh, the transmission hold it in place? Torque converter unloads. Until okay. you touch the gas, torque converter don't load back up. Ah, because okay. if it sat there with the torque converter loaded up, it'd burn it out quickly. So that's that's why I just learned something. Well, because yeah. I don't like that. Like from I'm coming up university here, and you yeah. get to Markham, and it's on a it's mm-hmm. about a I guess about a, a twenty degree angle. Mm-hmm. Your car rolls back. Yeah, I'm always 
idiots that want to get right up on your bumper, I'm always afraid I'm going to roll right back into their bumper. And there's been a many of them roll back into people's sure. bumpers. And and but it was designed where the torque converter would unload when you're sitting there with your foot on the brake, so it ain't it ain't slipping the torque converter clutches inside it. Oh, okay. All right. I learned something. All right, Tanya and Maumel, congratulations. She's the winner. Uh, they, you know, Heidi's got the phone number for you, and Duck. And probably all what that. I'll do, I'll take it over to Joe's and drop it off, and then she can go by Joe's and pick it up. Okay. Be yeah. fine. That's what we've done on the last one. Yep. The guy won over there, so. Yeah, that's the way save it works. Save her from that to go, but I'll have to go by and pick it up, and, and I'll get it over to Joe's sometime in the next few days and call her. All right. Keep that in mind. But I'll call you when I get off the radio and get everything worked out. Okay. Sound, that sounds good. All right. We've got one more segment to do. we got we got some more car questions if we want to get to them. If you got a car question or you want to talk about gas or about how much more it's going to cost you to service your car, 823-0965. Let me tell you that, uh, gosh, this is the last week of October. Monday is November 1st. When does the time change, Dave? Uh, a week from Sunday. That's what I was thinking. This will fall back. But then we'll jump forward again in March. We're not yeah. under it for a long time like we used to be. Yes. Yeah. You know, we don't have to put up with that. Saturday, my mother-in-law turns 90 years old. Well, you wish her a happy birthday? I, yeah, we wish her a happy birthday, and she turns 90, and so... And she listens sometimes in the morning when she's up. When she gets up way early every Much morning. Much early. The older you get, supposedly, the less sleep you you need. And I don't know. I've been going. The, I've been going probably, the opposite way. Probably it's because you can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> or you're afraid hurting. to go to sleep. Everything is hurting when you try to lay down and go to sleep. Yeah. But she turns ninety a day, and Betty, we. We wish you a happy birthday. Absolutely. From all the family. We're having a birthday party Saturday. She actually turns your, 90 What's your Saturday. favorite flavor cake? Um, uh, Teresa told me what she bought or what she wanted. And I don't remember. Some kind of white chocolate cake or something. I like chocolate fudge. Mm-hmm. Man, the, yeah, the, more, the most chocolate cake you can get is what, what? what is it? You get a coconut? I want coconut. You like coconut cake? Yes. You don't look like a coconut guy. I mean, Dave, back in my not, days, a nut, cheap. yeah, but not a coconut. <laughs> back in my days, it was cheap. Mom made that all the time. That's and, then we, and then we had pecan pies when we picked pecans up out of the yard. Oh, there you go. That, that's some word. Uh, that's some work right there. Yes. Yeah. How about you, Joe? You got a favorite, cho- a favorite kind of cake? Well, I'm kind of more along the white cake. You like white cake, yeah. but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I know. White cake's good. Mm-hmm. I do not want buttercream. I don't want fondant. <laughs> nah. Fondant's nasty tasting. Buttercream, that's that's the way to go. All right, let me give you a phone number, 501-246-3655. That is the number for Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. I was telling you that Monday is November 1st. That means Christmas is starting to crawl towards you at a rapid rate if you're wanting a special ring That's made special for somebody, a unique ring. You need to talk to Eric, the owner, over at uh, Hillcrest Designer Jewelry at 3000 Cavanaugh uh, in uh, Suite E. He opens every day except for Sunday at 10 a.m. You show show up, buzz in if you want to make an appointment, 501-246-3655. 
3655. Hey, don't just settle for buying something out of the case. Get something for that special someone that is totally unique and made by Eric at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. We continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Diane, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show and your question for Joe and Duck. Good morning. Hi. Doing great. It's, let's wanted to let you know there's a lot of ladies out there listening to y'all. Well, good. I like that. I feed my e- you're, fe- you're feeding my ego. All right. No problem with that. <laughs> I had a question about if you know anything about or can advise on an electromagnetic pulse shield that can be attached to your car. Okay. Now, you know what? A lot of people probably don't know what we're talking about, an electronic magnetic pulse for cars that were made after about 1985 uh, because of the uh, the computers and everything in the cars, uh, an EMT would negate your car starting or running. So from that point, if you can put a little bit of a copper shield inside the car, you can protect your car. What it, right. Have you guys have you guys heard anything about this or where you could pick them up or what the price would be? I have no idea. You can buy them online. I uh, I've installed a couple of them. They're not that hard to install. Uh, I I don't see any problem with it. It won't it won't change anything. It's a little bit of protection. I don't know if they work. That's the big deal. How do you test that? Yeah. How do, how do you go about? You don't know at what it? you're buying if it's even viable or not. So. You know, I'm going to say that uh, you kind of only way you're ever going to test that is if they have an EMP here. <laughs> yeah, let's hope that there's no EMPs because it will screw yeah. everything up. Definitely. All right. But it might if I would do a little bit more searching on Reset. it and see how thick the copper should be or, you know, I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of measurement and make sure that whatever you're buying for your automobile uh, meets or exceeds those those figures. The, the one I seen it the the shield looked like it was about twenty nine mil uh, twenty nine gauge metal or okay. copper, but I've never installed one. I had a customer brought me one by there, and then he decided not to put it on. So, I am with you. I may put one on mine, and because it'd be nice to keep your car running when everybody else is sitting in the middle of the freeway not going anywhere. Then you can't go nowhere anyway because you can't get through. Yeah, well, that's true, but at least maybe I could get to the store, but the food can't get to the store because the trucks don't run. Anyway, Diane, I did a show on that one time, and I literally had people who listened calling in in tears because they had no idea about how easy that would be to disrupt completely what's going on in the United States. Absolutely. All right, I'll let you go. I, I want to thank, thank you for you, listening and bringing that up because it is a serious, serious thing. Uh, our government finally has gotten serious about it, and they're starting to uh, employ those shields uh, in our uh, electrical networks and things because until that's done, it's wide open to attack. Turn your electricity off. Well, do you see the latest? They got Channel 7 News, the hackers did, shut them down. Oh, did they did, were they char- tell them, pay us a million dollars or we won't turn you back on or something? I, I don't remember exactly. It was way more than that. 
Well, I'm sure. It, I look. I say a million dollars. I think it's a lot of money, and and the government's working in trillions all the time. That's yeah. just a lot right there. All but, right. You know that, but they got them. So, you know, anybody's. Well, they got us. Yeah, they got Salem last yeah. year. It took them a lot of money to put. They refused to pay, and they rebuilt our system. It took. Took him quite a while. Yeah, we know another company they got, and that's what he did. And because he built the whole new system, don't pay them. I'm just telling you, if people don't pay them, they'll finally quit. Yeah, it, it just takes it's enough time. Like, kind of like stealing Cadillac converters. If if the people will quit buying them, we won't have them stolen no more. Man, and these shields they're selling to put up underneath them, that don't mean nothing. They'll cut that sucker right out of the way and keep right on going. I, I agree with that. Thank you, Dave. Guys, Thank thanks you, for Dave. coming. See, they've learned so well. They just hear a little bit of music in the background. They know that's time for them to be quiet. <laughs> All right. That goes. All right. It's not our first day. I agree. We'll come back uh, next Thursday and pick it up there. Uh, tomorrow, Robert Steinbach, Chris Corbett, Matt Smith, they're all going to be on. Dune 2 has been green lit, so everybody knows that <laughs> you didn't waste your time going to see Dune 1. They're also going to have Dune 2. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about that as well. With that all said, uh, let me take a break until I come back and join you at 6 a.m. tomorrow here on the Dave Ellswick Show. I'm on my way over to Joe's Garage. Got to get the oil changed. It is that time. And since I'm going to Branson, I'm going to get it done before I go to Branson here uh, uh, tomorrow. So with that said, you guys have a good afternoon, and I'll talk to you on uh, Friday morning. J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.